Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Yeah! <laughs> Way to go, Ronnie. Way to go, Ronnie! It was fucking, you dealt with him like he was a chimp in a movie. That was... <laughs> that's good scripting right there. That's good dialogue. That's some like Aaron Sorkin dialogue. Absolutely. This is the brighter side. Welcome back, a cynic's look at optimism, and joining us today is, oh my god, a flash in the past, Mr. Cena John, how you doing, wow, baby doll? thank you. I have been in an internment camp for the last four months, and <laughs> yeah. they let me out just to do this show. <laughs> Absolutely, and when it's over, you go back. I go right back. You go back. back, and I'm gonna turn you over. <laughs> it's fine, you're doing your patriotic duty Absolutely. to make America racist again mm-hmm. uh and joining us as always miss mary kelly how are you doing sweetheart I'm great. it's great to be seeing both of you guys yeah I how are you digging you the new studio i love it it's got a lot of familiar scents mm-hmm. it's got it's on here yeah exactly right I still got meat and booze yeah. coming very, out the pores of my skin very lynchian with the red curtains mm-hmm. oh like david lynch yes exactly. good <laughs> <laughs> You gotta yes. be careful with Yes, that. exactly right. <laughs> These time, you sensitive times we're in. Oh, God. Uh, I'll never use that reference now, ever you again. You gotta be careful. David Lynchian. David Lynchian. Take have an to... extra two syllables. Oh, God. It doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> now when I'm at a dinner party, I can say Lynchian, but in public, with the hoi polloi, I won't be saying that. Oh, with the hoods and the horses. Ew, <laughs> gross. Oh, the proletariat. Oh, hmm. The fire and the wood. <laughs> <laughs> Pour a latte on my chest. I'm ready to rock. Um, guys, today we are talking about something that's near and dear to all of our hearts: Mother Russia. Mother Russia. I love it. I look. I kind of like Russia. And, you know, you, I'm going to be learning a lot today from you, Cena. I can already tell you got your iPad out with little. <laughs> Things written on it somehow. I don't understand how it really works. You know, but like personally for me, I think Russia's fun. They got like bears as dogs. Lots of bears. You know, like eighty percent bears. The population Great of Russia. Great political analysis. Yeah, yeah. they got. They're like you know they're like the Texas of Asia. I always say you know they're kind of they're fun loving. They like you know they they're a little too into you know murder. And silence. Yeah. You know that I would. You know they're not very good at the. They're really they got punk rock. Until they lock them up. Well, generally, the and oppressive then, regimes have great punk rock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's cold. They're good at them building structures and then shooting them to pieces. Yeah, they're good at people waiting in lines. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> People are fantastic over there. I would say well, that no one kills their own like Russia. Nobody doesn't. They're the best <laughs> in the business. Their own. You know, they're going to kill on everyone. I just Google mapped uh, Russia killing, and I got five stars. All Google reviews. Yeah, yeah. So it was great. Those are 300 five-star reviews for how much killing happens in Russia. Who does spying and spy killings like Russia? They poured poison in some guy's ear. That's great. Yeah, that's right. 
That's awesome. Oh man, they put poison no, in some guys. Here? They do a lot the of poison. Are back, baby. They like the poison. Poison's like kind of Poison's like a. Fun. It's the classy man. Yeah, oh, yeah, because it's all you can always be like. Oh, I don't know. Who oh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> you should have told her of special. <laughs> you like cabbage or you like dirty cabbage? Here, <laughs> let us toast our new business with. A drink. <laughs> <laughs> they have this, arguably the scariest mafia. Yeah, they're still a mafia. They're we don't still, even have a our mafia. Our mafia isn't like a real mafia anymore. Our mafia basically runs the roller coasters in Coney Island. <laughs> the, Russia runs the Coney Island yeah, roller coasters. Exactly right. Where did the Italian? Where did the Italian mafia go? Where do they do? They just got some trash business. They got nailed in like uh, 2000. No, but I mean, there's nothing left of them, right? Yeah, they're all been broken up. Yeah, they got pretty much. Beaten. I mean, the Russian mafia still operates. They're still got a lot of. Where's the going. Russian Giuliani to come exactly. and clean up these streets? <laughs> you call me Russian Rudy. <laughs> Not football Rudy, like small little pink man. Yeah, so we know a lot about Russia. We know that they had something to do with hacking our fucking bullshit during the election, which is well, an act of war. It, it is. Wow, Eddie. What big fucking coming out swinging act of war. It is. I agree with you. <laughs> uh, but let me start. Yeah, you with start because you know a lot more than I, I do. Well, it's there's so much. It's like a it's big, a big country. Exactly. Are so, we going to get to Siberia? Can we see <laughs> Sarah Palin's <laughs> yeah, house from this exactly. podcast? I think we definitely will. But you guys <laughs> ask questions and you guys at, at home or in the car or at work. You feel free to ping us with questions as well when the show comes out. We can take this conversation beyond just the podcast. On the Facebook page, join up, meet some people. There's a lot of cool people in there. So, Eddie, let me ask you a question. Anything you want, baby. When you go into a hotel room, yeah. what is the first thing you do? First thing I do, I take one of the soaps. <laughs> There's always two bars of soap. Two bars. What do you one in the, I, one you put the, it in your bag? I put it right in my bag. <laughs> That's so efficient and thrifty of you. I always, always. I never buy soap anymore. <laughs> I, I've got never. piles of soap at the house, <laughs> which I think saving soap is a very Russian thing to do. You're going to be really <laughs> ready when you go on your honeymoon eventually one day that, that you'll be able to just have soap throughout your entire vacation. It's the vacation at home. <laughs> I, got, I got soap out the fucking ears here. I got soap from Africa. I got soap from Iraq. But it's like a small Tic Tac soap. You're just gonna. You, just you use... can use it for over a week. Yeah, yeah. That's... Is that Eddie? Eddie washes. That's or... how I do it. I wash with hotel soap. One one week. One one a, 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 probably more. Actually. What about when you go to the bed area? What do you do? I mean, you jump on it. Yeah, you jump on jump it. Jump on it. Eventually, masturbate. Eventually. Ma eventually. Eventually. It depends if my lady's with me or not. So okay, here's okay. So if your lady's with you, you guys do it on the bed. Yeah. What do you do to the sheets? You bang on them. Do you take off the top layer sheet? Sometimes. Like it, the comforter? I mean, it depends if it's scratchy or not. What do you mean? Sometimes the comforter in hotels is scratchy. Like on your skin? Yeah. Oh, because you're sleeping in the buff. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Especially in hotels. Well, let me tell you what Donald Trump didn't do. What? He did not jerk off on the sheets. He, he did not have sex on the sheets. Okay. He went When he went to Moscow, he got the presidential suite. Before at the he was Ritz president? Before, oh no! Yeah, before he was president. Right there's a red flag. At Russia's the Ritz, Ritz Carlton, mm -hmm. he got the presidential street suite where Obama and his and Mrs. Obama stayed, and he got hookers to come and do the golden shower show on the bed. Are you sure about this? Here's the Are you sure about this? Yeah. And that's going to be the theme of this show. <laughs> is that there was this Russian dossier that that itemized this point. Mm -hmm. And when it first came out, it got released by BuzzFeed. It got released by Mother Jones. Yeah. Uh, and everyone kind of hand waved it about it not being real. Because BuzzFeed did it. Because BuzzFeed did some other like some other like investigatory. Nobody wants report. to believe anything they say is true. Yeah. But here's the issue. Little by little, more and more of all the shit that is in this dossier is true. Okay. And now, just last week, the the little um, company, the CEO of the company that put together this dossier, did 10 hours of testimony for the Senate Intelligence Committee. Whoa. And delivered 40,000 documents that support what's in this dossier. And now there's a vote, potentially, that's going to happen in that cabinet, in that committee, to see if they're going to release the testimony and release all these documents. So, but, devil's advocate, 
It's not a classy move, but if Trump goes to a bed that the Obamas slept on and have hookers pee on him, who cares? No, no, and and I think that specifically <laughs> it was not pee on him, but to pee on the bed. Like, he watched them do a pee show oh. on the bed to defile the bed. I don't think Trump ever slept on that bed. He just wanted to see some women pee on the bed and say fuck you to the Obamas. You think he did it in the White House, too? Is that his way of cleansing? I don't know. He does not like the White House. Yellow he has washer. said the White House is kind of garbage. So Yes, he's called it a dump. He's called it a dump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is, you know, I get it. It's old. It's not very modern. People have different tastes. There's only two floors on this building. <laughs> <laughs> no elevator. The only elevator goes down to the nuclear fallout shelter. I, I keep forgetting that he did that. <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting Mary. that he literally called Brighter side, Mary. We hey, Stay with us here. He got rid of all the yellow and turned it into gold. Exactly. Do you know he really did that? What? No. He removed the color yellow and replaced from the White House and and re- replaced it with gold. God, this is going to be a hilarious documentary <laughs> thirty years from now. Hilarious documentary. All of our uh, like the next generation of kids are just going to look at us and be like, "What the fuck did you guys do? What did you do? You're lucky we invented all these robots to take care of shit." Oh my god. So that's the thing here is that a lot of this stuff is actually coming out as being true. and we'll No kinda, one's going to care about that, though. But but not just the golden shower. There's, like, other factual stuff now that, yeah. that is, like, less uh, salacious and more just, holy shit, this is all stuff that's happening. Well, they the Russians, I mean, do should I, you want to go, keep going or do you want me to ask questions? You We could do both. I right? gotta, the, the, Russians, the Russians basically are the ones that fucked over Bernie, right? Well, yes. Uh, so not even fucked over Bernie, right? The the Democrats themselves kind of fucked over Bernie because yeah. they were doing a lot of, like, shady stuff. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that came out that was in this dossier is one of the things the Trump campaign was trying— or uh, the Trump campaign was working with the Russians to do and the, Ru- the Russians' intelligence operation was doing was to create divisions in America. That was one of their key uh, uh, goals yeah. throughout this whole thing. And there was recently a stat that just came out. I can't remember which poll it did, but it said— one in ten Bernie Sanders supporters voted for Trump. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So one of the things that's in this in this fucking dossier that came out months ago mm-hmm. was to create Trump campaign insider reports. Recent DNC email leaks leaks were aimed at switching Sanders protest voters away from Clinton and over to Trump. Yeah. So all of those times when all you saw those Sanders supporters saying, hey, I'm trying to decide between uh, Sanders and Trump. Yeah. This was really a one-to-one, a very clear line that you can start drawing. They wanted drawing. people who, wanted, who were going to change and shake shit up. They wanted people that were just going to hate Hillary. And yeah. so anything to go against her, they wanted to create these racial dividing lines. They wanted to separate the hawks from the elite to just yell at, at rich people. Why did Russia hate Hillary so much? Well, she had all of these policies, like all of these sanctions against them. She had created a very difficult economic environment for the for Putin and the Russian government for them to get access to oil reserves. Mm-hmm. To when it comes to Ukraine, they had a lot of sanctions against Ukraine and all the things that they were doing with them. Yeah, like the big thing. The re- so here's on, on a, the Ukraine thing is not talked about enough. Not what, even close. What what happened there uh, three years ago is fucking nuts. Yeah, with that riot and they just started killing everybody. And it's shit. and they bring in these Russian mercenaries right into the Ukraine. They're just killing people and no one and none the wiser. It's, yeah, it's just it's unbelievable. I felt awful because I'm Ukrainian, and then like <laughs> I, I and I watched this fucking documentary, uh, the the Winter on Fire from Netflix, which is unbelievable. Please check it out. Wow, I'm gonna read it. Down. And it, it it's basically just you're in the shit. You're in that you're you're in the square when they're killing people, and you're with them. There, there's a dude, a couple guys with cameras, and they edit it together, and it's fucking, it's insane. So for years, Eddie, the Trump organization has been working with the Russian government. And the reason they've been doing that is because, one, the uh, Trump organization really wanted to build something in Moscow, but they were trying to figure out what the best deal was. A building? Uh, A building. A hotel? Yeah, Yeah. they wanted to build a hotel. A normal top or a big fluffy blue? I'd say it's probably on the fluffier side. Okay. (laughs) Fluffy top. Yeah. Like one of those opium things. I love those fluffy top Fluffy tops are the shit. It reminds me of like a Sonic the Hedgehog uh, level. It is. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. (laughs) The, but the the thing that Putin wanted 
mm-hmm. was to get intelligence on Russian oligarchs that were operating within the United States. So Putin's got basically one group of enemies in yeah. Russia, and that's billionaires that run shit in his own country. Because they don't want communist life, because they want have yeah. capitalism, because that's what, really how they get their money. Exactly, and a lot of them, like, there was one guy, I can't remember his name, but he was, like, more of a liberal, but he was, like, a big oligarch there, and then he got Jay-Z's arrested. Jay-Z's buddy? I don't know, maybe, but he got put in prison. Oh. And so there's a lot of stuff that Putin's been doing against these oligarchs, so he wants to keep tabs on them, and what better way to keep tabs on oligarchs operating in the United States but with other billionaires. So he was using Trump constantly. They were in really close touch constantly about information and intelligence that was happening. So that's like the foundation of this relationship, which Robert Mueller is going to prove eventually. Before he decided to even run for president. Yeah, before. I mean, I think he's always wanted to run for president. Yeah. But I think these, really what he has always been concerned about was just like, how can I make money? Because it's easy to, if you're a billionaire, why not do business in Russia? It's easy. If you can get in, in, in the pocket of the government over there, they'll make it really smooth and simple for you. Fuck the taxes. Fuck all the regulation. You can just go make money. Yeah. And it's so corrupt over there. So there's so much of that. That were doing it, and they. So the other way they were doing a. There's just so much shit here. You have you have a do, you have the dossier. I have the dossier. You in have front the of full it. dossier. This is very apocalypse now of you. So the other thing that that's been happening is that during the campaign, when people were talking about Russia and mm-hmm. saying, "Holy shit, Russia is getting involved in our campaign and getting involved in our election. What are we going to do?" The Trump campaign was actually happy about this because it was apparently, according to the dossier, covering up all the shit they were doing in China and other emerging other emerging countries. Yeah. So it's like Russia, yes, they could have been doing all this. Yes, they could have been involved with Russia. But really, Trump is also doing things in China, doing things in well, we uh, know North Africa. China. But he may hate China, but he's also doing deals in China. So what does that mean? That's something I haven't heard anything about. I haven't heard the media talk about that. I haven't heard anyone kind of. It's like a positive for Trump. Yeah, potential. The fact that he's working with China and able to work with China is a positive. Like Nixon. Yeah, I mean, but I think it's more of like he's doing deals for the Trump organization, not necessarily deals for the American people. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, that's fucking crazy stuff about this. And that's, you know, illegal, right? So I mean, that's the weird thing about all this. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. It's like there's a level you you can reach when you're a private citizen. You can kind of like disappear some people and no one will really think uh, nothing about it. Mm -hmm. But if you're an elected official, the standard that you have to hit is much higher. You have to be like a a reasonable human being. You can't be a piece of shit and do all this illegal stuff. If you're a businessman, it's kind of like par for the course. Yeah. If you're president, you got to fucking do shit. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, president kills people. Yeah. But by the way, oh. What happened? <laughs> Speaking of killing people, yeah, the drone program right now in Africa has been ratcheted up tenfold. Uh, if you look up like Africa, who are we killing? We're uh, killing Boko fucking, Haram. Bo- Boko Haram. I think we're killing whoever the fuck they want. I mean, Here's what Trump did. I mean, we should kill Boko Haram, but who else are we killing? It's not like we go with like a razor and go and slit the throats very peacefully. And of they're each always Boko. surrounded by girls. Exactly. It's <laughs> surrounded by like people, mm-hmm. like civilians. Uh, the Ever dr- find those girls? No, everyone forgot about that after fucking four days of tweeting about it. Got like, like what, sixty girls or something? Is that the like Coney that? thing though? No, 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 no. Oh. Boko Haram stole a bunch of girls. God, those fucking assholes. Oh yeah. And then there was that whole tweeter, Twitter, Twitter, that whole Twitter thing about it, where they had all these signs that like bring our girls home. Yeah. That was fucking terrible. Well, you know, maybe they found them. I mean, who knows? No one talks about these things anymore. Yeah. But Trump has given all power to his military generals right now. And they're just saying, okay, so they go and they just do all of this, uh, all these drone strikes in Africa. They're just mm-hmm. g- going nuts. We are killing people every day. Yeah. Hundreds of in people. Africa? In Africa? Over not even, what about the drone strikes in Syria? Those are still on full blast? I don't know. No, no, we're not even doing much in Syria. That's the other thing. We said we're not doing intelligence gathering or operations in Syria anymore. We've given it all to the Russians. We're letting them take. But the Russians, I mean, I you correct me if I'm wrong, but. They're on the Assad side, right? They are on Assad side. So that's the weird part about that. They're on Assad side, mm-hmm. the Russians, and they're fighting ISIS. Yeah. So what happens is they end up fighting the rebels too that are against that are against Assad three, and ISIS. There's three groups out there, and basically Assad and ISIS are fighting each other for the right to kill people. 
Yes, and then the, the rebels that are against Assad are also in the middle there, and they just want to get rid of Assad, and they all, like they also hate ISIS. Of course. And then you got innocent people. Yeah, who are just trying to just make tr- bread. They're just trying to make bread and listen to the brighter side on, yeah. uh, on Last Podcast Network. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there, there's, so what other questions do you have as I as I put forth more uh, weird shit that's been happening you in know, this Russia thing? What's up with, uh, I mean, we, we, Russia, they obviously hacked us, right? Yes, they definitely hacked us. Let's and talk they, about that. Okay, so the Let's hack, get in depth there and explain exactly what happened there. So basically, uh, they were able to do the hacking on a couple different ways. One, they had people within the Democratic National Committee that were working for the Russians. And then, two, mm-hmm. they had WikiLeaks, which they were using WikiLeaks to create plausible di- – uh, the Trump campaign was using WikiLeaks to create plausible deniability that they had anything to do with the leaking of all these emails. Why would anyone believe that Snowden isn't working for Russia? He lives in Russia. He's a hacker. He gives away all of our information. Why would he not be working with Russia? Maybe, but uh, it just seems like it seems like I don't know if Snowden is, but it seems more like a WikiLeaks type thing. So like Julian, Julian Assange. Yeah. I think like the Snowden stuff. I feel like Snowden is just watching and observing what's like the. He's in Russia. They know who he is. They got to fucking go find it, Eddie. You know, yeah. that's <laughs> you know, go get the information. They know he hates America. Well, does he hate America? I don't. I would actually disagree that he, he hates, hates the it. people in charge of America. I, I would say that he has a extreme distrust for the people, um, for the people that are in charge. But I, I don't necessarily think Snowden would be someone that would engage in this level of espionage to create this much, um, you know, divisiveness in our country and to uncertainty in our democratic process. That's the other big thing. Here. Well, Russia is the only country that's been decent to him, right? Well, decent to him is a, yeah, it's an interesting thing. It's almost like they have a common enemy in, yeah. in that Snowden can't come home, and that Russia's like, you could just stay here uh, every now and then. Maybe you give us some advice, or you know, I don't know if they're actually employing him or not. I mean, that's that's something that I, I would be willing to debate on it and do some more research on. Yeah, that that seems like a difficult thing for me to buy into just because it's I've, a fan theory of mine it's it's but i see him speak and i'm like <laughs> oh he doesn't seem that bad but like julian assange every time he speaks i'm like that dude's a piece of shit he's a rapist yeah. i mean I'm you fucking, think he's a rapist i think he is i think he is well I mean, guys that are love that much power yeah. i think uh they, i wouldn't be surprised and are that kind of delusional it's a bold claim bold claim <laughs> these days mary what do you think if he's a rapist or not julian, julian assange. assange you know <laughs> I mean, he's hiding out. A man has his reasons. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, Mary, did you just make the she was dressed for it argument? I'm saying the Democratic Party was dressed to get <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the Democratic Party didn't do any favors. Here's the thing. The, other, the, the, the hack didn't just include the DNC. The Russians have a ton of stuff on Trump. But yeah. they kept saying throughout this entire dossier, we're not going to release it because Trump has just been so nice. He has just been so cooperative. They yeah. have all these like disgusting sex act stuff that he's done. They have all this shit that he's done. Yeah, but they just don't want to release. They have no need to because he's so cooperative. It, it wouldn't well, hurt him anyway. Would you agree that I'm not really so much interested in the salaciousness of any sex claims? Because for me, I think that's just something that spices up the story. But what I'm really interested in is more of how long has a collusion been going on between Trump and the and a further extent, the Republican Party, and how deeply has the Cold War been carrying on behind the scenes yeah. uh, on both party sides, yeah. which uh, we haven't been aware of as the general public. Well, I think there's a couple things there, right? So that the Trump campaign or the, rather the Trump organization, let's use that as, as the term here, because yeah. the Trump organization started to bleed into the Republican Party by Manafort, Roger Stone, and all these other elements. Uday they started, and Hussein. Yeah. <laughs> they started Donald to Jr. bring in. <laughs> <laughs> they started to bring in. But the Trump organization has been working with the Russian government, for the with the Kremlin, for a, oh, at least over a decade yeah. on business-related activities. And what happens is when the political stuff gets involved, then the Republican Party starts getting involved. And now you have the situation where the Trump organization slash the Trump campaign now is able to leverage their relationship both financially – and politically now, 
Yeah. Because some of these things are starting to happen. So they had a lot of stuff on Clinton. They had a lot of stuff on Bill Clinton even. They've been they've been listening. Every time a U.S. representative goes to Russia, the uh, the FSB, the, the intelligence agency, they are listening. They are watching. Yeah. And that is something I think the Clintons always knew. The only safe place is on Air Force One. Yeah. and they Unless do- they bugged them like, like when they, they patted them on the shoulder. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So there's nothing really in in that they can that they've done like the the Clintons or anything that has been so salacious because they knew they were being recorded. But Trump always thought they were just buddies, so he went over there and just said and did whatever he wanted. His organization had a very free flow of information all the time, mm-hmm. and so that's how I think this kind of entrenchment has been occurring for about ten years, according to the dossier. And that's why you're starting to hear Mueller's investigation. Go all the way back to like beauty pageants in 2003, where they named Miss Universe the Russian lady or something like that, because uh, it was Putin's girlfriend on the side. Yeah, and then she was like, "It's this unbelievable list of things that prove the relationship between uh, Trump and uh, Russia." Devil's advocate. And Putin specifically. Putin specifically, but let's also remember, Putin is not one to necessarily constantly be glad-handing himself. Mm-hmm. The fact that he represents the Russian government for however many years he's been in power is quite a really long time is all it needed. There was just a thing that just came out this week that an associate of the Trump organization set up to have Ivanka Trump on her visit, on her what she called a tourist trip to Russia, to sit in Putin's private chair. These are all things that create an environment of, of you know, of, of friendliness, of, of relationship, you know? This is not something where you're like, hey, we're going to have tough talk at uh, geopolitical events and, and, and deals so that we can do things for the American people. No, this is for the bottom line of the Trump organization. All right. Devil's advocate. Devil me. Devil's advocate. Is it bad to have good relationship with Russia? Well, d- you know, it- That's one of the things that Reagan truly fucked up, in my opinion is we almost had a great relationship with Gorbachev, and then he wanted to fucking play Star Wars and said that he wanted missiles in space. And then Gorbachev was like, that's a crazy thing, and then we didn't have a good relationship with Russia. It's about a good relationship. It's like good well, – how, okay, how about this? How, well, how would you define a good relationship? Is it like the relationship you and I have? I mean, that's a great relationship. <laughs> exactly. That's a great yeah. relationship. It'd be like the relationship – uh, I, we have with the Legion of Skanks. Okay, exactly. good enough. You know, good enough. Yeah. Okay, so then what about the relationship we would have with like not just Legion of Skanks, but like Anthony Cumia? And oh, I mean, that's that's getting tall. Exactly, that's exactly. Good. But <laughs> exactly, that's a better example, right? Yeah, we yeah, could yeah. say, all right, I, you know what? I would go on Cumia's show. I would like back and forth with him, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go have a beer with him. Yeah. I'm not going to go out partying with him. Calling him I'm know. not calling him. I'm not going to like, you know, if he calls me, I'm not I'm not picking up. If mm-hmm. he texts me, I'm going to leave that shit on read. I'm not going to fucking answer. We get it. Kumia texts you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Serious has fucking changed <laughs> But Kumia is like Russia in a certain way where you got to have some sort of relationship with him. Yeah. But you don't have to like him. And a good relationship is one where you can have mutual, mutually beneficial agreements when it benefits you both, mm-hmm. but also call them out on their shit when they're bad. Yeah. Like the Obama administration did deals with the Russians, of course. Mm-hmm. They involved Manafort at one point. There was just an article that came out in The Intercept about that. Yeah. Just so they could get shit done. But the difference is, were the Obamas getting rich? Off a deal they did with the Russians? You know, were they getting huge financial gains from those things? No. Was anyone in that administration getting gains from doing deals with Russia? No, but the Trump organization is, yeah. Do you think, in your personal opinion, the deals that Trump is doing uh, and his administration is doing is to benefit his corporate interests versus the interests of the American people? Yeah, is that I th- what you're saying I in think it's to the Obamas? And absolutely. Their I think the Trump organization has been setting this up for a long time, and it's not even that the, the deals they're doing now are benefiting them. It, this is just part of a relationship that's now continued as him as president. Yeah. And now this is not even like a new thing. This is just like, hey, we've already been doing all these nice things for each other. Why stop now? And mm-hmm. so that's the kind of relationship they have. They have way too good of a relationship. And the relationship should, uh, between U.S. and Russia should be one of, as Reagan said, trust but verify. And do you think that that relationship, do you think Trump is in some ways getting – because my impression of it is that 
if the Russian uh, government and more importantly, Putin has this relationship with the Trumps, it is because they believe that they'll be able to control Trump and American politics by extension because they believe that they have the upper hand over Trump. Yeah. is And that you can correct me if I'm wrong. No, no. I think I would agree with that. I think it, I don't even know if they want to control American politics as much. I think they want to do two things. One, have someone on the inside like they always do with any other intelligence operation. Get mm-hmm. someone on the inside to do your shit for you. And then if they don't, if they don't like, you know, fall in line, show them that they have all these P tapes that they have that they can always release to the internet yeah. or also be like uh, but they're not peeing on him they're just peeing on a bed and he's sitting there watching exactly but you know what America's a puritanical country we don't like pee, pee stuff you know I what I mean it's just ironic care. that it's just ironic that everyone who dislikes Trump are usually people who would be like if Obama came out with a piss tape you'd be like I'm glad he has a healthy sex life oh yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, yeah, because I think the true people who hate Trump a lot, I mean, they're not going to care about the this. people yeah. that hate Trump don't care about the P tapes. But the people that love Trump, I think, are going to care about the P tapes because I mean, he's talking about grabbing pussy and no one cared. Yeah, but that's like a thing. I think that's the, a thing. <laughs> that's like a thing. That's like sexual assault. This is just yeah. like this man is supposed to be. He, he like puts himself out there as this like leader of our country. I think half the people would no. be like, yeah, fuck Obama. I'm glad he did it. Let's go over there and pee on that bed ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's yes, a- <laughs> you make a very good point. I can't argue with that. I, I maybe I'm being swayed here by this by the the impact of these potential. Do P-tapes. I think a president should act like that? Absolutely not. Right. You know, but but here's it doesn't okay. Matter. That's how we got let there. Me, let me give you this. If it comes out that he did do the pee stuff, mm-hmm. let's say the whole country is okay with it, but he was married to Melania. Melania could be the one that fucking is furious about it. That's the one thing, man. She needs to fucking leave his ass. If she, what if she is like the if first these divorce? Pee tapes are true. I fucking cut your dick off. I mean, well, you know, what will they do in Sylvania? I don't know. Is there a lot of PP over she there? She doesn't have any fucking power. She's staying with him forever. What yeah. are you guys talking about? No. Do you think she signed a prenup? She's not going to leave that gilded cage. Are you kidding me? There's she gold on the wall. Takes the kid. I don't know. She could get a divorce to take the kid. Do they know. have a prenup? Maybe. I know that she's always like taking her hand away from him and stuff. That's like the that. thing. That's what I'm saying. She's always pissed at him. You think she was happy to put on the Flotus hat? And go down to Harvey and get on a plane. She's furious. I can't believe she had, they made her do that. And then she had, she was like, fuck you, I'm wearing these high heels. And then the internet fucking raged on her yesterday. Oh, about did the, they? About what? Oh, the fucking, the internet was just on it. Like, the regular media was not really covering it, but the internet was just all commenting. Sound, sounds like the internet. Yeah, exactly. They're like, why is she going down to a hurricane zone in, in high-heeled shoes? Oh, something of total non-importance? Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. yeah, when they got mad at Obama, Michelle Obama for not wearing sleeves. Oh, yeah, exactly. You this know, is very similar. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's so aggravating. And it's not like Melania was going down into the wreckage in her he, she's the damn first lady. She's yeah. just fucking along for the ride, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, leave her alone. She's uh, working on that anti-bullying campaign. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> now, Cena, circling back to uh, the Russian stuff, I was curious because it seems it's been washed out of the news pretty quickly, but I'd like to hear your takes on uh, the uh, issues with Donald Trump Jr. Oh, oh, oh Donnie Jr. Yes. And his videos. Well, oh, because he was just like, he was like, that's great. I love it when he heard. Uh... Exactly. And you know what's interesting about that is that the the Trump organization separately now that that Eric Trump, which, by the way, he used to come. He, we were the same year in college and he was at Georgetown when I was at GW and he used Aww. to come over to our freshman dorm and do coke and try to sleep with the girls in our dorm. And when he would come in, Donald Trump Jr., uh, uh, Eric Trump. Oh, really? The, he was so gross. And we all oh, the whole building would just be making fun of him. Until what? He left you should building. have made friends. You would have been on the cabinet. I should have fucking punched him in the fucking face. So he would just show done. up and do blow. Yeah, he just show up and just do a bunch of blow with girls. And they'd be like, oh, my God, Eric Trump was here. And then everyone would be like, Eric Trump, who the fucking piece of shit? He's so gross. Uh, anyway, Donald Trump Jr., though. <laughs> Did he sleep with your girlfriend? No. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I had so many girlfriends. Was no. your girlfriend a dead lion? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Donald, Donald Trump Jr. actually did something that, w- that was actually pretty good. I actually give him credit for this. He released all those emails. He said, this is everything that happened. Mm-hmm. And it's very clearly saying, hey, I, I don't have anything to hide. But what came out afterwards from those was how much involvement his dad had in that situation and how his dad said, don't release the emails. This is sh- this is the what should be your response, and he had that very canned, very strange, 
uh, dodgy response initially. And then they were like, no, no, we got to do this because Eric and Donald Trump Jr. are running the Trump organization properly now. And they're probably getting their advisors saying, your dad's going to fucking ruin everything unless you just release everything. Because I yeah. really believe that, that the kids, that Eric and Donald Trump Jr. may not be as involved as their father. I think they're just trying to keep shit going so that they can retain their own wealth and not be Bernie Madoff and be destroyed. And then one of them fucking kills themselves. I mean, so you think that's what's going on behind the scenes is that the kids are desperately trying not to get, in your words, Bernie Madoff. Yeah, they're trying not to get just supremely fucked because all their wealth is tied up in daddy. You don't think that they're, you know, looking ahead and they're going to try and become president one day? I don't know. They, I don't think, I think they, uh, I don't know. I think that's a really, you know, I, why would I even say one way or the other? Who knows? Yeah. Who the fuck knows anymore? I mean, I know Anything that they're evil. Fucking... I know that they poach animals. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, like, so they're... But I don't think they. I don't think they ever really want to. I don't think they have the delusion. They didn't grow up the way Donald did. They grew up just like really super silver spooned, right? Donald yeah. at least had to make moves to do golden spoon. Yeah, golden spoon. <laughs> These kids just always had shit growing up. You know what I mean? They they always they never even had to take a million dollars and turn it into something else, right? They always had multi multiple multiple millions of dollars to to work with. Yeah. So I I just don't see a political career for them, but I do. Uh, I think it's very important to note that Donald Trump Jr. did something that that Donald Trump would never do, and that's just release all these emails, release the uh, conversations that he's had, and just be much more transparent with it because he knows he knows he's going to get fucked every time you pull one thread in this fucking Russia thing. A fucking yeah. hot, the whole fucking sweater comes apart. And also, I mean, let's see, you know, devil's advocate again. Devil me, I, but is it so wrong what he did? You know, because if Russia calls Donald Trump Jr. And who technically isn't involved in the election. He's running the company and says, uh, I got some information about Hillary Clinton. And what's he going to say? No, thank you. Like, you know, I mean, like, honestly, like, like is he going to be like, no, I don't need it. That's not so, a good. He's, of course, he's going to say, great. I love it. Yeah. Tear it down. You know, he's not going to tell them not to. Yes. I, I, and I, I generally agree with that. Right. It's 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 not necessarily a terrible thing to get uh, opposition research from someone. Yeah. The terrible part comes into play when you are so myop- myopic in your campaign and you're so tunnel vision on winning that you don't realize you're getting played, that yeah. you don't realize the Russians are working you. Mm-hmm. And that is the real problem here. Other campaigns that have people that are seasoned campaign operatives would have been like, hey, uh, let's review the context of what's about to happen. The Russians love doing this shit. What's the end game for them? For, for Russia? For Russia? What do they get out of all this? Out of playing Donald Trump and rigging oh, the election? They've already got a bunch. They're gonna. They got the uh, Ukraine sanctions lifted from the Republican platform in the RNC. That's gonna be a huge thing that comes up. Christ. They got the. Uh, they got the serious stuff. So now we've abdicated complete leadership in that in that conflict in the world. That's done. Uh, the other thing is now there's going to be sort of financial things that are still going to start happening that are going to benefit Russia. That's what they get. And they, the fourth big thing is that our, our country's a mess. It's destabilized. What did the what did the terrorists want after 9/11 when they bombed when they bombed us when they when they did 9/11? They wanted to create fear and destabilize our entire economy. Yeah. This is exactly what Russia wants to do. They want to destabilize our democracy and show everyone that this experiment in self-governance is failing. And yeah. that's what they want to show, and that's what they're doing, and it's very successful. They have been extremely successful mm-hmm. in everything that they have done, and we just keep wallowing away and just being like, oh, my God, the mainstream media. Oh, my God, Twitter. So oh my why, God, are they weed. Let, why is Russia letting us uh, put more people in Afghanistan if that's, like, right on their border? Well, the Afghans – well, they. I think they probably know historically that – if we have, they been, don't. They've never done well with Afghanistan. Exactly, either. they failed at Afghanistan at taking control of Afghanistan. And if America wants to go in and use a bunch of blood and treasure to try to, to like run Afghanistan, go for it. Yeah, they don't care if we're there killing people at all. No, and like there's this whole thing that Trump may want to try to get money uh, back from Afghanistan. Some people think that means we're going to start mining like the oil or drilling the oil there or doing other things or getting the opium. I think that's very hard from the people I've talked to. 
Afghanistan is so mountainous and so hard to get things in and it's out. It's just generally treacherous. The land is treacherous. Super without treacherous. Without the nasty people. Exactly. So yeah. it, I think what we would probably do is we would take over all the like the logistics operations. We would take over the trucking and the transport transportation, mm-hmm. do a lot of boring stuff like that. And then, who knows, maybe we start working with Russia in that case and we start splitting the profits with them so they can help us get stuff out. That could be something where Trump is and Russia are, are getting some stuff going. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I mean, it's just a shit show what's going to happen. And they, again, they have been successful. Read this Russia dossier. Read the dossier. It is now more prevalent than ever. There are stuff. There's stuff in there that is continuously being held to be true. And in the next couple of weeks, we're going to find out if the testimony from that agency that, that created this, mm. uh, from that private agency, is going to be publicized or not. All right. Jeff Sessions in Russia. What's the connection? Jeff Sessions in Russia. I think he's had some meetings with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jeff Sessions he's is a just, good old boy. I don't see it exactly. But I don't. I I think there's less w- with him involved uh, personally, and more of him as part of the Trump organization and how he was unwittingly used uh, in the course of operations. And I'm sure Trump probably involved him and said, "Hey, can I do this? Can I do this? I want to do this. Why don't you make this happen?" And Jeff Sessions is like, "As long as I can be Attorney General, I'll help with any of these things." Why is Flynn not in jail? I love these questions. I think <laughs> they're just building the case against him. And yeah. I think uh, Trump, you know, you, you only what got. What did he do exactly? Well, he was one of the people uh, that took part in the destabilizing. So in the organization, right, it's not like Putin called up Trump and said, hey, here's what we want to do. Putin uses people within our country, like Amy Stein, that Green Party lady. Mm-hmm. Jill Stein. Jill Stein. Um Amy Stein, I think I know her. It's like a nice person I know. Yeah, it's probably some great lawyer. <laughs> yeah, it's some humanitarian, nice lady. you know. And you, and you fucking can, threw uh, under the bus. Confused her. <laughs> Jill Stein, oh, God. America's favorite country granola bar. Someone recently asked me about another comic, and uh, they were like, hey, I might do this guy's show. And I was like, be careful. I think he's been in prison. And then I was like, I'm not actually sure if he was in prison. I think that might be the worst thing I've said about someone. <laughs> <laughs> You really shouldn't be throwing Anthea Kumi under the bus. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but uh, oh yeah, so Flynn was Only one of the guys. Only reason Anthea Kumi goes under a bus is so he can take upskirt photographs. For <laughs> <laughs> the record, I've never done Kumi's show. I don't think I'll ever ever will. I just don't want to do a show where someone just calls me a towel head for sixty minutes. Yeah, uh, he's got curlier hair than you. I yeah, well yeah, uh, but uh, Flynn was one of the people that had been working with the Kremlin Mm -hmm. to transfer information, to get intelligence back and forth, to say, hey, here's why don't we do this? He's one of the big guys that helped get the Ukraine sanctions off the Republican platform and really helped that during the RNC uh, convention. Man, so it just feels so bad for Ukraine. I mean, I got Ukrainian blood in me, so naturally I'm going to be a little sensitive to them. But, you know, they're just fucked, aren't they? They're totally. No one cares. No one cares because they, they got have... nothing to offer the exactly. world. Truly, they got yeah. nothing there that really. What matters. do they have to offer the world, Eddie? Show me. Tell I me. Mean, I mean, they got two of these. Two of these. Oh, Eddie, yeah. for the for the viewers, for the listeners, Eddie is flexing oh, and bouncing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Those are they got huge. like cold. They got snow. Um, you can't export cold. You can. Uh, they got. Um, I'm sure you could uh, turn some of that dirt into iron. Maybe they got iron. Maybe they're one of the world's largest grain exporters. Grain? Yeah. I just don't even buy that. Grain, huh? Yeah. Everyone's going gluten free. Yeah, that's a bad time. It's a bad time. It's good for them. I'm I mean, short selling all my grain. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I, I just feel bad for them. You got to get out of there, you. Yeah, and and they've just. I mean, they got annexed. You know. I mean, it's like when I was down in uh when I was when I was down in uh, uh Matamoros and uh, there was a at one of those immigration shelters there was a Ukrainian prostitute that had recently gone through. I didn't meet her, but she was a Ukrainian uh, sex slave who was taking was a refugee in America and she was in one of these uh, shelters and in order to stay in America you got to learn English or you got to learn Spanish and from Ukrainian the jump from Ukrainian to English was too big for her and so they taught they ended up teaching her Spanish and she became a maid oh it's amazing yeah like so now there's just this Ukrainian woman in the in the south Texas speaking Spanish cleaning up hotel rooms oh, god and the white people are going to be like why don't you speak English you're white <laughs> you're a white lady speak English Yeah, man. I mean, that's the crazy thing that's going on down there. It's just like, I mean, the the level of crime 
is is much different in Russia than it is here. I yes. mean, it's a, I was looking up murder statistics the other day. Their murder rate is definitely higher than ours, even though like we have more kills or something. I don't know. Yeah. But it's just, I mean, it's crazy over there. It's, you know, it's not a safe place. It's, you know, you, you ride that fucking train to the other side of the world. Yeah. I just, I want them to start taking some ownership. I mean, well, they have they a should different... be they should be dealing them in China. I mean, this is where I agree with Trump with China, and but I think Russia should be they should be dealing with North Korea. It's their right. fucking neighbor. You but know they... why are we dealing with this shit? Why are we going across the world to try and figure this out? It's your you sh- China shares a border. You know they should be stepping in. If Mexico was doing this, we would stop them. I think I would like to believe we would. Yeah, and I think I, when it comes to the Chinese, at least they're they're kind of like time horizon when they look at these conflicts. Mm-hmm. is generational. And I think America has done well by optimizing like quarterly or yearly or every three or four years. We look at kind of like our time horizon because of our election cycle. Yeah. But China, if you remember, like they can pl- they make like 50 year plans. We don't do that here. Yeah, you they're know? building a new city. Exactly. They're building a city from scratch in China. Exactly. It's remember gonna be the largest one in the world. Four or five years ago, there was a 60 minutes thing on like the ghost cities of China and yeah. how they built all these ghost cities and no one's in it. And there were, we, everyone in America was just like, oh, poor China. They don't know what they're doing. Uh-huh. Why, don't you, why don't you get to, get it together, China? And then now those cities are filled with people. They have yeah. a, a robust infrastructure and a transportation system to shuttle them back and forth. Why? Because they were able to do urban planning. Yes, you can't speak out or say anything against their government or anything like that. But this is how they look at these conflicts. So they don't react as harsh or as quickly as we do. They're much more patient when it comes to these things. But America, we call for blood a lot of times, yeah. and we, we want action because we are the leaders of the world. We have we have allies there. Japan's our ally, and they just shot a missile right over Japan. Yeah. What are we going to do about it? Nothing. Well, we're not going to do anything about it now. I, I think Trump – but the other thing is even conservative um, foreign correspondent people and foreign and the analysts are saying maybe now is the time that we do have to do something about North Korea because they've been at this for over a decade or 15 years of just firing missiles whenever the fuck they want to and saying crazy shit. Yeah. And maybe we do have to do eventually something Eventually there's going to be a nuke in one of those missiles. Yeah, eventually something terrible is going to happen. They're yeah. just going to be just popping off, and then a lot of people are going to die, and we're, that's the thing. We're literally just relying on them not being smart enough to do it. Yes. That's what we're relying on. And it's like, it, and you know, what's the, what's the even the, the sun shines on a dog's ass sometimes. Exactly. You know, and so they're going to fucking... They're, they're gonna, one of these things are gonna pop off right. And I think, hopefully, I can only hope that, but I'm also nervous because Trump has really de- uh, diminished our cybersecurity capabilities. A lot of his cybersecurity council has left. Uh, he had an advisory council of all these security experts. They're all gone. The State Department's reducing their, their cybersecurity workforce as well. That, I think, is the next frontier in how we should be attacking North Korea. We did this with the Stuxnet virus in Iran, where we went and, pl- and planted a virus in their nuclear weapons facilities, and we were able to, like, fuck them up for, like, two years. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, there's a great Alex Gibney documentary about Stuxnet, which is phenomenal. Um, but the North Korea stuff, I hopefully we're doing something similar, but I don't know. What's Iran's relationship with Russia? Oh, they have a great relationship. Russia has been running shit in Iran for decades and decades and decades. If you look at, until recently, all the planes and a lot of the cars, Russian-made. Yeah. A lot of the economy. My mother, when she was a geologist before the revolution, she was working for a Russian industrial company as a geologist. There was a lot of business in there. She actually spoke a little Russian at that time. God. And the Russians are all up in Iran, man. They're, they're all over the place. Huge. If you look at any sort of National Security Council vote that happens in the United Nations, it's always going to be Russia and Iran voting together, or, or Russia voting for something that benefits Iran. Iran's not on the National Security What do we have over Russia, except for, you know, like you know, freedom? Uh, our our economy, and yeah. which is why they're destabilizing it, and our our, our, our milit- economy is better than Russia's economy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're fucking fierce. Pe- people are doing better over here than they are there, big time. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is our military, and our ability to have rule of law and like a good system of governance. Right. If people lose faith in how our government works and operates, mm-hmm. that means our credit rating goes down, which means our economy gets hit, which also helps people with in Russia. Right. Yeah. So those are things. And look, Russia's going to start using cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Litecoin and all those other things to launder money all over the world. And we're the big regulators of the entire financial industry in the world. 
And so if we don't get on board with understanding how these new technologies work and, you know, crippling our cybersecurity department doesn't help with that at all. Now, Bitcoin, I mean, now we're going a little off base, but Bitcoin, uh, that's like that's how you buy prostitutes. Well, you could buy a lot of things. You buy guns, but, drugs. But yeah. oddly enough, like the, the drugs and the murder and the prostitutes is actually a very small part of the overall Bitcoin exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of great info that you can look up about Bitcoin, but cryptocurrency as a way of just like an alternate to the dollar is going to be something that we start experiencing. And then the technology underlying that, the security of a blockchain where it's just like you have a code, I have a code, yeah. and that's it. And then boom, it goes together. And then when those two things go together, they gets published to a ledger that's public that anyone can see. That's something that you don't have in any sort of financial industry today. So it's going to be really interesting how the Russians try to use that to fund money in, in all these different ways. How is it backed, though? There's no gold behind it, right? It's backed by this trust. Do yeah. we know Do we know what's in Fort Knox? We have no idea what's in it. It's probably no, empty. What if it's empty? Yeah. Money's not real, Eddie. I yeah. know money's not real. Money uh, Money's definitely not real. But, I mean, that's the crazy part. Once I started thinking about it, I was like, what if there's nothing? I mean, sure, i got to believe that there is, like, but I would almost rather believe in God than believe that there's gold in those four nuts. <laughs> Money's not real, but also your landlord won't take Bitcoin. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's built on the trust that that these people are are bringing t- into this ecosystem, and it's mm-hmm. it's really it's really kind of insane. So there's there's going to be a lot that happens. We're running out of time, yeah. but I, there is one thing that I I feel like I need more knowledge on, and I, I got some scattered stuff that I know. But let's talk about Vladimir Putin. All right, Vladimir Putin, he is what? He's ex-KGB. Yeah. He was a, he was a spy, right? Yeah. And then he killed people to become president? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know exactly what his like he sounds, was, was he president twice, I think. Uh Did someone take like over? Tom, did someone Tom take over for a little oh, bit? Oh yeah, yeah, Medvedev. Medvedev. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I know uh, he beats up kids. Well, he was president forever, then he became like the prime minister. And then, or whatever was it, the prime minister? He and then Medvedev became president, and then he just became president again. He just does whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, <laughs> he runs. I mean, he's just completely in charge of Russia, right? Yes. He's a dictator, officially. Yeah, sure, sure. You, know? you could say that. I don't think he. I don't think the he's branded himself a dictator. I think you have like you know those guys in the Middle East that would just brand themselves dictators because they kind of have to. Is he a but president? Or yeah, is he's he, a president. He's a president. Yeah, he okay. is presumably elected. Okay, but yeah. like, who eh, runs against him? No one. No one runs, or against someone him. that he wants to run against him, so, so that, that it lose. looks, so yeah. that it looks like an election. That's so bizarre. I mean, you know, it, he, it's a good thing for him. He's Does got, Russia have a constitution? That's a great question. I don't think so. You I know, think they have something. They got like, Mary. What? It's a, if they've I'm been around savages yeah. over at Russia. So poor Russia. I mean, they're, they're such a clue. It's such they, a clueless land do. to me. They do. Yes. All right. Good. Uh, Thank God. Russia. Clause one of Russia Constitution. Vladimir Putin will write the rest of clauses. <laughs> it was adopted in 1993. 93? Oh, right, right, right. They got a constitution? <laughs> After the Cold yeah. War. Yeah, yeah, Oh, that makes sense when we split those fuckers yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, when we broke it all up. What, how'd they get back together? Were we just not paying attention? Well, they're not necessarily back together. It's not like the Soviet Union exists anymore. I mean, Ukraine's yeah. still Ukraine, and you got the, the other Soviet bloc stuff that, that is still their own country. Mm-hmm. But Russia, I mean... I, those elements are still there. I guess it's a good point. 93 is it's a very young system that they have there. It's a very this. young system. Arguably, probably a better idea than what we got going on. But maybe. I don't know. They're not doing so well. I though. don't know. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we could use an update. I don't know. Eddie. We You're could use a software to... update for sure. <laughs> for sure. I get a goddamn software update to my phone every 10 minutes. We haven't had a fucking update <laughs> to our constitution in like 100 years. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It's illegal to be gay there. I don't know how good the Constitution that's right. is. That's right. It's illegal years. to be gay? Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, it's illegal. Yeah, come on. That's not That's, that's not fun. I'm not you know, I'm not, I just want to I, I want to look at it from all angles. You know, I really yeah. you know, I really want to try and like Russia just cuz you know, like my family's Ukrainian. I got like and I got Russian blood in me, you know. Well, here's the thing about Russia and and why I think some people would are basically in Russia that are somewhat supportive of Putin and kind of laughing at us mm-hmm. and loving Trump. 
because they value strength in a different way that we do. There's a lot of people here that value strength in the way that the Russians do. They want a strong leader that's very nationalistic. With a big army with lots of tanks. Yeah, that they want just, a police force that like, gets the leftover tanks. And... Fuck you guys. Fuck everybody. We're the best. We're the main country. There's a lot of people that that's their basic foundation of how they view politics. Whereas liberals probably think more inclusively, more globally, mm-hmm. and people view that as a huge negative when you think too globally. They think that they take that as a sign of weakness. Yeah. And if you think about where the world's going, we're only becoming closer together with globalization, and that's something that we have to start taking into account. We can't play this nationalistic game uh, forever. It's not going to be beneficial to our economy. You know, it's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. All right, Cena. Brighter, get, brighter side, brighter of, side. Russia, of Russia. This. Is I mean we should talk about this. I think we're gonna we should do like a State of the Union episode. I think we're gonna do that yeah, eventually. Yeah, yeah. But I am very optimistic about this Russian investigation. I'm very optimistic about how we are going to be able to settle this investigation and very clearly lay out through the Mueller investigation mm-hmm. what Russia was doing, what the Trump organization was doing, and the and again the the plumbing of how our democracy works, the rule of law, how the judiciary operates, how our, our uh, in law enforcement investigations happen. I'm very confident in because there's enough people that are pushing against this corruption that's happening in the White House that are going to make sure that 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 the American people get the truth. And I'm very confident about that. I most optimistic I've I've been since the election. Oh, right. Great. Mary, brighter side of Russia. I love borscht. Borscht. You know? Yeah. They have fun dances. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I would say going off of what Cena said, um, I think that I think things are better in the open. Uh, something that I took away from a recent uh, Fresh Air episode where they interviewed a former uh, spy or American uh, citizen that was working in Russia, but it was uh, working for the U.S. government yeah. who came back to America, is that America has been of the opinion that the Cold War ended when the wall came down. Russia has never been of the opinion that the Cold War ended, and they've been operating like that the whole time. So I think So we've been sleeping, and they've been fucking building golden rockets. Yes. For sure. So I think at the end of the day, it's better to come to terms with the fact that this uh, level of behind-the-scenes manipulation of politics on a global level is important for the everyday citizen to be able to see. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's the brighter side of the whole situation because at the end of the day, if the average citizen is becoming more and more aware about what Russia is doing in regards to destabilizing the American government and American daily life, yeah. I think that's important for the everyday person to know. Absolutely. Eddie, what's the brighter side of Russia for you? I mean, I love acrobats. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, like I said, they got you like know, bears, bear tricks. Yeah. I'm like I'm a big fan of bear tricks. Very talented bears. I love there. those videos. Meanwhile, in Russia, those are pretty great. Yeah. You know, where you can figure out what's going on over there. You know what? Another so great thing is Siberia is a fun place. Everyone's got those <laughs> I mean, it's dash not a cams. Fun place, but it's like a fun place to threaten to send someone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The road rage. In the Russia. road rage in Russia is amazing. Best, best yeah. road rage in the whole world, I would say. And they got those guys that just get in groups and they Absolutely. just fight each other. Ivan yeah. Drago's coming back for Creed 2. Fuck yeah. I'm really into that. You know, I loved Eastern Promises. Great movie. Yeah, it was a really cool movie. I think that, uh, you know, I think that their mob is super scary, and I like having chaos in the world a little bit. Yeah. Like, I think that, like, you know, they're bad guys, and they should be eliminated, but at the same time, it's kind of cool that they exist because, you know, it's good to have curveballs. It's Russian mafia. And the, 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 the accent's so much fun. It is really fun. Coney Island's a blast. You know, yeah. I really like going down there. Coney Island's never But those been so poor, organized. poor girls. This poor <laughs> Oh, Jesus I mean, well, that's the you know, this. <laughs> jinx. <laughs> yeah, so Russia's got its positives. It's you know, I, I do. You know, I think that that communism has some decent ideas that they don't follow through on, and uh, you know, I mean, they're. You know, I I think I would like to eventually figure out how to be friends with Russia. That to me, that is a major end goal. I think we almost had it because Gorbachev was semi trustworthy, and you know, so it's just I feel like we we have a very big missed opportunity there, and I would love to eventually figure out how to. But you just can't trust this fucking. Putin guy. This Putin guy. I mean, he, he's done. He gets in a karate gi and he, he slams children a, on their heads. He refuses to put a shirt on. I mean, that's kind of fun. <laughs> he's very redneck. So yeah, redneck. He, I'm about to say, he reminds me of all my friends' dads who served in Vietnam. Yeah. You know, he's got the same energy. So yeah. let me ask you, uh, why do they have two flags, Russia? Uh, 
They got the red, white, and blue one with the three stripes. Right. That's the one you see at the Olympics. But there's yeah. also the red with the yellow anchor. Isn't that the Soviet Union? Oh, that's flag? the Soviet yeah, Union. That's, that's they Soviet switched. Union. They got the so they got rid of, Yeah, they got, yeah, they got rid, rid of that. Because yeah, the Soviet Union doesn't. God, it was such a cooler flag. It's though. a much cooler flag. I mean, they should have figured out how to work that hammer and sickle Best in. tramp stamp tattoo I ever got with oh the Russian God. flag on my <laughs> just, Or just the hammer and the sickle? The hammer and the sickle right, oh. on, my, right on the crack of my ass. All right, guys. Well, this has been the brighter side of Russia. Holy shit. Shit. Uh, thanks for listening. Please go check us out on iTunes. Rate us. Review us. Get us some fucking numbers. Tell your friends about us. Tell your mom about us. I feel like we're almost parent friendly. And, uh, and, and you know, it was great seeing you. Tell your cool Cena. mom about us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, t- and tell your jerk off mom that, you know, you should be hanging out with her anyway. Yeah, it was and great the, doing it. And uh, it was great seeing you, buddy. I love you. having you back in the studio. Yeah. Cena John, you can find him at Cena John. Yeah. S e e n a j o n, no h. Forget that fucking thing. And uh, it, it's all the same across all the platforms, it right? Is. I'm Eddie Tunes underscore on Twitter, no underscore on Instagram. Mary J Bulge, uh, it's two different ones, M- right? M J Bulge on Instagram. M J Bulge on Instagram, and man, and it's this is the brighter side. And taking us out today is um, our future national anthem. Uh, get to know it. Vodka cabbage. All right. <laughs> Love you guys. Be good to bears. More shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.